some things you've seen, some things that have challenged you. Um, what are some of the things that are going through your minds right now as far as what you've been experiencing here? What are some questions that you possibly have? Um, are, you, are you in a place where you're saying, I'm trying to get something or I'm trying to understand this or I'm trying to put it all together? I'm trying to figure out how it relates to some of the readings. Let's talk a little bit. I'd like to hear from you. That way I know, and there's no wrong, there's no stupid question, there's no wrong question. There's, because uh, it's, it's about exploring. I mean, you're in an op you have a place now where you can say, let's really explore what, what life is about in a class. That's pretty amazing. So what are, what are some of the questions that have come through in your minds that you haven't had a chance to really ask? And we'll throw them out there, and then when I do my little presentation, I can try to answer them. I don't know if I'll have the answer. I may or may not. The question I have is how to not have a question. <laughs> <laughs> how to not have get, how to get to a point where you go, oh okay, I get it, right? Is that, that it? Is, that is the question I have. That's, a, that's an awesome question. How to not have a question. Um, so the question then would so the question that you keep having is what then? What would be the question that keeps appearing that you're trying not to have? What is that question? Is that it, is the question. Oh, how, how do I get to the how do I get to a place where there's not any more yes. questions? Hmm. <laughs> There's a lot of truth to that, actually. There actually is. Death. Death. Let's take a look at death. Death is not the name, right? Well, we die many, many times each day, if you really think about it. Okay, so you wake up in the morning, and what is your name? Kevin. Kevin? So you wake up in the morning, and I'm Kevin. It's Tuesday. I have this and this and this, to, and then you project this, this image. These things start happening up there. And then once you start, start rolling into things, you're, you're in your car driving and there's music, and you're in the song, you're in the groove of things. Where's Kevin at that moment? Dead, in, in many terms, just not there. You, and then you take some time off at lunch and you go sit by a river, and you're just there with the trees, and you're going, this is cool. And then I come up and I tap you on the shoulder. What is this that you're enjoying? And you go, it's just this. This is all it is. Can you put a word to it? No, look at all of it. And I, where's Kevin now? Well, he can appear if you want him to. You know, and then all of a sudden I say, Kevin, and you turn around. Now, in that moment from you hear the word Kevin to the moment where you turn around, your energy goes like this and concentrates into a form. And then you turn around, you look a little bit, blah, 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 and then you go back to the river. And you go out again. And then when you're in that place by the river, there's no questions, are there? There's just this. Because you look at the river, and you look at the trees, and you look at the sky, and you hear the birds, and the mind doesn't say, let's try to improve this. How do we make this better? Have, is, there, and there, is there something wrong here? There's nothing wrong there. There's nothing wrong there. The trees are perfect. The river's perfect. The sky is perfect. There's nothing wrong there. And then you say, okay, Kevin gets in his car, and now he's in traffic, and traffic is just doing this. Now there's Kevin and problems. See that? Wouldn't the traffic be perfect? 
Well, this is the key. This is where, if there's anything, yeah, this is, it, it depends. It, it really depends. This is where um, the balance comes in. How do you take that river experience and bring it into the traffic? Yeah. How do you take that experience and bring it into the, you know, you're in line at Walmart <laughs> kind of a thing? How do you do that? How, how can that be done? And that's where it takes seeing it and then practice seeing it again and again and again. It's almost like um, I, when you're at the river, let's say I give you a bucket of paint and I give you a paintbrush and it's the color clear and you're painting everything clear and you go, oh, it's all clearness. Okay, good. Now grab a little cup of that and let's go to Walmart and stand in line. Now you're in Walmart and you're going, Ugh. Well, he's got coupons in front of me. <laughs> okay, well, let's take a minute and let's paint. And you go, you know what? Look at that. There's just, this is just happening. Look at the, the beauty of the, of the chaos of this. There was a social worker who went to the most dangerous, and I heard this on a, on a talk show somewhere, the most dangerous city in the world, it wasn't here in Baltimore. It was, it was in another place, and she and she said in this city there were like deaths every hour. There was an ambulance came riding through every hour. There was drug addictions. There were gunfire. She said it, and she sat on this park bench for 16 hours, and at first she was like this, you know, holding her hands together in fear. And then after a while, she then saw the organization in the system of chaos as it was cleansing itself and moving in its own way. So how do you take the river and then bring it to the traffic or, or the Walmart line? It's a matter of practicing, practicing just seeing, not looking, but seeing and going, what is here, what is here? And that comes, that comes from the deep researching while you're at the river as to really what you are, who you are, and really grounding in that foundation. Um, the Paul Hederman thing was, was quite amazing. And what he's doing in there is he's, he's talking about there's two of us. There really is. There's two of us. What is your name? Colleen. 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 So, Colleen was a, um, a little girl born, okay? You didn't choose to be born, did you? <laughs> None of us did. We didn't say, I'm going to be born. It's just, their birth happens. Well, we don't know, right? There is a knowing that was there before birth. There is a knowing that's there during birth. There's a knowing that's there after birth. There's a knowing that's there now. And there's a knowing that's there after death. So there is a knowing. The information you don't know until it actually happens. The same way as you won't know what happens outside this door until that's a different type of knowing. That's a, that's a looking at things. So you were born and you were born as the same thing that you were born before you were born. Before you were born, you were just presence. Just, and I use the word presence or present awareness to represent that, that river feeling. 
when you're at the river, this what is there. It's just an open, boundless, you're everything. Do you, do you understand that? Do you get that? Yeah? You've experienced that, right? Yes? You go to the beach, it's there, right? It's this beautiful. Right. And you go to sleep at night, it's there. Um, when you, um, you go to a concert and you're dancing, you're, you're dancing you're, within it. Where you're one with. Yeah, you're just, you're, you're in a concert with a thousand people all moving, moving. Living. This is, huh? Like you're living, living the moment. You are, you're living the moment. The moment is living through you. These are, these are the, the times when there is no, and what is your name? Hosani. Hosani? Yes. There's no Hosani. When you're dancing, in a beautiful concert with lots of people, there's no Hosanna. You're just the vibrations of music. That's all. And there's just this. That's why we pay lots of money to do that. That's why we, and it's our escape. What are we escaping to? Our truth. Our boundless, endless presence. So going back to Colleen, born, and you're sitting, and you're a baby, and you're just that, that, that. That's what babies say. That, 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 that. Everything, it's that. It's just this presence. And then somebody will say, Colleen. And you'll turn your head. And then suddenly there's clapping and people going, yay. And you're going, whoa, what, what did I do? You just, you responded to, the, and now all of a sudden, now I'm Colleen, I'm an individual. And then, and then there's like my toys and your toys and things I need. And you, you then start, you start forming this concentrated form of energy of Colleen. There's the concentrated form of energy. And then you get older, and now you're a girl, and you have friends, and now Colleen has friends that like her and don't like her, and you just, you get lost in this, this storybook. Colleen, 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 there it is. Meanwhile, you are also all of this stuff that's around. You're that river experience, you're the ocean, you're the boundless beauty of it. However, you spend a lot of time just as Colleen, Colleen. Now, the thing that's interesting, though, so if you go look at any memory, go back into a memory of any memory, even the memory of 10 minutes ago walking down the hall. And if you go back and think about that memory and look at it, it was just presence. There wasn't a Colleen there. It was just, just presence. You with me? The same with with your dreams last night. They were just, there was like movements of things and visions and, and films that looks like they appeared. And same way through their memories. That's called remembering. You're remembering. Remembering again. You're recognizing your truth. So you can go look back at your memories and go, the memory of me as a child was really just, and your memory will be over there, it's just presence with presence with presence with presence. Presence touching presence touching presence. See that? Just one big whoosh. And then there's a little idea of a Kyle Colleen there and it's a, a picture so you go through life and there's this individual Colleen and then and then you're in college and now there's this heavy like what are we gonna do and what are we gonna be which is amazing too because those things just come to us you don't we think you choose them but they you don't they just come like my words now just appearing your words soon just appearing your next words tonight, just appearing. Your best day in the world, when you ever had the best party in the world, or the best day at the beach. It just happened. 
He didn't plan it. So there's Colleen thinking she's controlling everything. You keep moving and moving and moving. And then you sit at the river and shh, goes out. And then Colleen, you come back. And it does this. And then the whole time it's doing this, it's also all of this at the same time. It's endless. So, so this is what we get wrapped in. Me trying to get to someplace. Then you come along and you go, oh, well, I can find peace. Colleen can find peace. Now you're just Colleen finding peace. With a whole other story. You're up on stage on a whole other story. But your real truth is that river experience, that dance experience. When you're at the concert and you're dancing, that's very, very real. And when you're sitting by the beach or by the river, that's very rare. And we're sitting here right now. This. <clears throat> what is here? This. Just simple silence. This is very real. Feel it. Which is more real? This for thoughts and ideas about your name and what you should be doing. Those seem like just spaces of energy moving. That's not, those are thoughts and ideas, but, they, but you are not those thoughts. Your realness is what's right here now. Sense this. You hear this. It's silence. And it permeates through everything. There's an aliveness to it. It's this simple. This is how simple, this is all it is. That's all it is. If you can sit now and you can hear silence, that's it. This is what we're talking about. Nothing more to it. And any word you say about this will ruin it because it can't ever be pointed to. And it's so magnificent that all the books talk about it, talk about it, talk about it. I found myself reading all the books and trying to find peace, and then I realized, whoa, I'm knocking on a door to get to peace, and I'm on the inside already. It's, this is it, this silence. So how do you capture this and walk through life with it? And what are the benefits of it? Tremendous benefits. The questions go away, because you take this silence, What could you ever do to improve it? What's needed? What's needed to, there's no questions about it. It's just this, just this. So the question is, can you, can you take this silence and find it in the concentrated form and find it in line at Walmart? Can it be done? I say yes. I say yes. If you come here often enough to this place, and you don't have to meditate and close your eyes and go into any type of trance to get it. Do it every day, every moment. When you wake up, ask what is here. And feel it. Have a relationship with it, and then carry it through the day. When you're in that traffic and people are acting like ding bats, which they do. Let, let the emotions come and go, okay, and after you go through the emotions and you curve and weave and get to where you're supposed to go, sit back and look at the memory of that and go, that was all presence too, just moving. It's okay, okay? 
And when you're in this place of silence and you're like, oh, here it is, you'll have all these things take place. You'll have things. So we'll talk about that a little bit. Excellent question. How to get rid of the question is to just step into this. And there's no questions. Good one. Any other, any other things that have gone through? Any of the things you're going, okay, well, hold on. What does this mean? Yes? Um, so one of the things that I've kind of been thinking about Getting into a lot of this Buddhist philosophy and the concepts of awareness just being this kind of like vast, ever existing nothingness that has always been and always has been, but then that brings to the mind how did that awareness, is that awareness able to make that decision to become that physical form? Chicken or the egg come first with awareness. Oh, is there an intelligence to that awareness? Is like your question? Is it right? Is it yeah, I guess to summarize so. it? Did it choose to become aware of itself? Like how we're sitting here talking about awareness, mm -hmm. that means it's kind of like. Let's explore that. Okay. Sit with me now, right here. Here we are. This, this silence is here, and you feel it, right? What is the answer to that question in this place? Does that question even have an importance? Would the answer to that question fill this up anymore? It's just this. Now that question is just kind of calling out the sea, hasn't it? You're like, it's not even. But when I called on you and you became Colleen, the question was in the separated mind energy. And there's a beautiful play in that, so you can go back and forth. But it can't be answered up here, from here. You're in this, so does that make sense? We sat there for a moment, suddenly now the question's gone. So you can take any, because usually if there's a question, that means that there's a feeling of this and something is missing. Something is missing. So you're like, okay, well, I need to answer that question to fill the emptiness. So then we simply said, well, instead of trying to fill our emptiness up here, let's just do this and go out and end be this silence. And now, what's here? What is here? You ask that question, you get the answer, and you feel it. What is here? Just this. Now the question doesn't need to be answered. See how that works? It's almost magical in many ways. What is here? That's completely full. So how do you, how do you walk around with this and function in the world? That's the question I'd be asking. Yes, it's hard. Yeah. I'm going to ask how to live life as it is. Like, it's hard. <laughs> we are challenged all the time. One of the, one of the guys in the, the, the other class, he asked that question. How do I go to the family barbecue? <laughs> <laughs> and they say, what are you up to? And you go, I'm everything. I mean, yeah, 
kids. They'll be like, okay. The family will say, hmm, <laughs> okay, just go over there. <laughs> How do you balance the two? How do you balance the two? Just because you feel this, you know this, and this, this comes to you, doesn't mean you have to go out and tell people. You, you carry this into your life, and there's a knowingness about it. There is a knowingness, because what will happen is, first of all, you'll feel more secure in yourself. So when you meet people, you'll, you'll look them in the eye. And a lot of people won't like that. They'll like, hmm, you're too much. I had, a, I had a girlfriend I was dating one time, and, and I said to her after like, like a, seven months or so, I said, I have a question for you. Like, watch your ears. I said, how come like, none of your friends really, like when you go somewhere, they all go with you. Nobody wants to stay in a room with me. <laughs> and she says, well, they told me that you really just look into them, and they're not comfortable with that. <laughs> And I really... Did you know that? I, I didn't know, but I, I saw it once. I saw it once because I walked into a guy's house and he looked at me and he said, hey, do you want a beer? And I went, not really. <laughs> and he didn't know how to respond. Threw him off his rocker. He's like, what? what, what dude, what do you mean? I don't, he did not understand. Like All he knew was that hey, have a beer, and that was his way of connecting. That was his way of taking two of these and bringing them together to a point where they finally settle, you know, with a beer between them. And I said no, and he, he's like, well, why? He didn't get it. You know, that, and that just made him crazy. Um, so, so how do you balance your, your awareness as this, your awareness as this? You, you play the play. So it's like we... Where we've been up there on stage, and now I pulled you off and I said, okay, here's the secret. You're really not Timmy in the play. <laughs> you got it? Okay, you actually are the entire everything. You got it all. Okay, you're really somebody else, and this is your real life, but that's an act. And you go, okay, got it, but don't let them know that while you're up there. Fine. And then you walk up back up. Now you play the characters. And you'll go through it, and you'll have two responses. You'll be like, God, this is really ridiculous. What are people getting worried about all this stuff? And then there'll be another response where you'll go, look at how, as you said, the nothing, the emptiness is appearing as everything. Look at how this is taking place. Have some of you experienced that? Have you had that experience ever where you're just kind of looking and you're going, you will. Once you say, okay, here's silence, now let me try to find it in other ways. And uh, you will suddenly see it. And you'll go, wow. And it'll be really tough to explain to anyone without sounding like you've lost your mind. And then you say, yeah, I have lost my mind. And I worked hard to do it. <laughs> but, but you'll look at it, and the amazement will be there. So it'll be part of it, like, this is really ridiculous. But then you'll still be within, so the old, what's the phrase, in the world but not of it? Yeah. Is that what he said? Yeah. That guy with the beard and the cross and everything? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One of the teachers, go back and look, go back and look at that. Look at the text in some of the religions that you've been brought up in. And you'll go back and go, good Lord, they're in code. There's secret codes to all of this. 
there's my favorite place to go is the Grotto de Lourdes up in Thermont, and they have the whole crucifixion up there. That is about the death of Colleen. That's all it is. And there's a part there where he uh, he dies, and then that's where he just becomes everything. And then they say, okay, what's the resurrection? The resurrection is when you come back down the mountain and go into the world and go, okay, now I'm going to express this as my trade. I'm a used car salesman. And now everybody I see is going to be this presence. The car is the presence. The, all of these things are this presence. That's, that's the living. That's the living it. Don't be stuck on the mountain just going peace, 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 peace. That's, that's, that's a death. That's a prison. It's a prison. So it's a matter. So does that answer some questions? That's yes. the challenge. I made um, little, we'll go through these. I made zines about this, about how to go through and live as awakened. And, and, and you do the same things. You can do them with so much fun. You can go out to concerts and you go, whoa. And you can sit at home and listen to records and you can hear the music going, okay, that's space, that's sound coming to me. And where's it landing? No place. Put on a Blue Oyster Cult record, and suddenly you've heard it all new. Wow, this is amazing. Listen to how this sounds. And then you can go out eating food and engaging with people. You can have wine, and you have the wine, and, and there's a buzz that happens, but yet there's a presence watching it. It's not rooting in. And then you have emotions, and emotions come through you beautifully. You go, there's this emotion, but it won't come through you as strong. So I, I want to go over that paper. Um, beautiful questions. Anything else? Okay. Anything else? I don't know. There's, there's Is there a consciousness outside life? A consciousness outside of... If there were no humans, if there were no thinking going on, is there consciousness? Outside of this consciousness? That, that sure. I don't see it ending. If we take the term consciousness and we... Um, we call it space or something, would that be okay? Call it space? Well, that's a, just a word. Space, yeah, yeah. So it has consciousness is a word too. So this, does this, is there something outside of this? Okay, well, does this end and begin? If so, where? And if there's a border to it, what's on the other side of the border? More of this? It's kind of like the same space. Yeah, that, you asked that question last time. It's a beautiful question. It, it, it allows you to really think how vast and amazing I am, the I am is, you know, as an exercise, if I tell you to look out at the sky, you know, I did this with my kids when they were little, look at the sky, where does it begin and end? Where does the sky begin and end? As it comes to you, so if there's a sky, okay, does, is the sky also here? Yeah, it is, okay, is it here? Yeah, is it here? Yeah, are you looking out 
at the sky as the sky. Are you that same space looking? You are. Okay, now how far does that space go out and in and left and right and up and down? How far does it go? And once it's, once you have painted yourself into it as it, it goes forever. A simple question when I was a child was, what's beyond space? What's beyond the stars? What's beyond space? You know, oh, there's a wall there. Oh, okay, what's the wall made of? <laughs> space. What goes beyond it? Space. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. So in many ways, you know, you get out there like that, and you say, okay, well, I do need to kind of concentrate a little bit and be Colleen and Mike because this is, I'm getting dizzy. <laughs> so you do this a little bit, but then you start, then more you start seeing through this. So those are good questions. Let me go over some of these things I brought. Um, I play music full time. I had a job at one point when I was this. And then as something expanded, as the expansion of this took place, which it just does, it could be from a simple word that Baraihai perhaps say tonight, or something you read, or anything, just, or just a reminder. Once that happens, then you don't have boundaries on who you are and what you want to do. And then you can say, what's kept me from doing that before was a thought. I can't do that. Now you go, well, yes, I can. So I play music full time. And I have a business that just keeps coming to me and it's appearing and then somehow it's working. I work, I play music and I come home and there's a check in my mailbox and I put it in the bank and the bills are paid and there's food in front of me and I keep alive. Some, I don't know how the hell it works, but it does. So in my exploring of music, I um, came across these Native American flutes, which are the most beautiful instrument. I wanted to kind of do a flute journey, but I'm not sure if I want to do the flute journey or just play the flutes for you because the flute journey takes you on a uh, guided image up a mountain. But if I play the flutes here, right now, here, you are here. I kind of like that better right now. I think I want to do that. I think you're ready for it. I know you're ready for it. I'd rather do that. So instead of doing the whole story, we'll just say, look, let's, let's take this. Let's take, let's take the, the silent emptiness that's in this room which at first, it seems like it's, it's just an emptiness, but then there is an aliveness to it because this silence speaks now through me. It's just, it's here. There's a livingness to it. And we know this because if we sit in this right now, here, feeling this, this is very real and alive, very real more real than anything. Take all the news and the stuff you hear about the world and thoughts about what you have to do with your life and who you are. Those things are just like waves. We're deep in the sea. This, this here is very real. So I want to use these flutes to paint on that. How's that sound? Paint that realness. So let's go through some of these. Now, the, the thing that's interesting about the flutes is they are wind instruments, which means that 
Um, if we're talking about silence and space, this is taking silence and space and painting notes into it, right? Even though a guitar would be the same thing, it's a vibration. You know, and if you take a, a vibration of a guitar or a keyboard or drum or anything, even take a snare drum and you put it on a, um, a recorder and you go deep into it, you'll see, eventually see wavy lines and just space. There's space within all sound. So these, these do that. So this first flute, I always pictured this to be the sound of a tree, a, a weeping willow tree of some sort. But if we just take it for this room, see what this flute takes you, see what it does for you. I'll play a song. I'll just play something that's here. So that takes what was nothing and now has added flavor to it. <coughs> we've, we've bookmarked um, an open moment. That's what music does. If I play this for you a week from now, you'll go, oh, I remember sitting in class. If, if we go out and sit by an oak tree tonight under the moon and I play this, you'll go, oh yeah, that's what's played under the moon. The music bookmarks things. That's why we hear music and we go, oh, I remember. This reminds me of being with, hanging out with Phil. We were watching that concert. So, and if you hear the notes of this, let's go into sound. Where do you hear this from? Where is it sensed from? Do you hear it in your ears? Do you hear it throughout you? Does it have a, a particular place that it's being played, a point? of you. Like right here? Yeah, it's like forward. Like not behind you. But forward. Did it feel like it was going through you at all? Okay, let me try another one. It doesn't matter. There's no wrong answer. Did some of you get mental images while I was playing it? What were they? Share, please. What did you 
Blank. Huh? Blank. Oh, blank? That's fine. That's fine. Did, did you get to get mental images? Yeah. Yeah, there's definitely uh, mental images come to me when these are played, being on a rock or something. There's, that's okay. What did you get? Uh, deer. A deer. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Okay, let's try this one here. This one is, um, I ordered a C flute. I was hoping for the high C. Mm -hmm. <laughs> he sent this. <laughs> I called up the guy who makes these. I said, Lee, what, what the hell were you doing? He goes, you said C sharp, right? I said, yeah. But I said, I'll, I'll put the one down here at the end of the piano. I want to, <laughs> I got to grow an extra finger to learn to play this thing. It's so huge. I'll play this one, and then you kind of give me an, an idea of what, what it does, how, how you feel. Um, okay. Sad, yeah? <laughs> sad and soulful. Yes, soulful. So let's look at sad, because we felt it. Sad. So you're sitting by the river, you hear this, and your, your presence. Sadness comes in. That's the flute in this case. You feel the sadness. Reach out and sense the sadness. How big is it? What's it made of? What does it land upon? Sadness is what? Can you touch it? Can you grab it? What is it? Is it here's presence. Is sadness also presence? Is it also made of the same energy as the presence? Kind of is, right? Same. It's the same. So now the sadness comes in as that. And if I said to you, you will have sadness your entire life. Live with it. Learn to live with it. With what I just explained, you think you could. There would be this sadness coming in. Don't you think after a while it would just dilute so much into all the presence that it wouldn't even have its own fragrance after a while? See how this works? So now what you've learned to do is you've learned to take presence and <clears throat> deal with emotions, which is huge. Before, there was this, and, and you were at the top of the tree, and an emotion would come, and you'd go, Bleh! and you'd run off this way, and you'd run off that way, and i got to get this, i got to tell my friends, and texting everybody, right? Now you can go, wait a second, this 
emotion has nothing to root into, it doesn't. In which case, there's no more questions. How do I get rid of the sadness? There it is. You're all of it. You are the sadness too. The presence goes through all of that. See that? I wish our teachers would have told us this. When we were kids, they should have had a class on this. (laughs) (laughs) How to deal with emotions. What if you have no food if you're starving? Uh, No food and you're starving? By the time you get to that place, again, presence will be a different, will be in a different Form, you'll be forming, life will be living through you much differently. Talk to people that go through fasting. Not fasting. Oh, just there starving. Are, there are people who are starving. Well, it's with anything, starving or just get, being late and trying to get somewhere. There will be this concentration of energy doing this thing. You'll have to be, you know, Colleen or I forget your name. Hosani. Hosani. Kevin, right? You'll have to be, you'll have to be that. And something will move you to go and get food. There'll be something that does that. Our thoughts move through us and, and create things for us. We don't think our thoughts. They are just thought. They appear. They just appear. This is huge. Does everybody understand that? This is the biggest thing I ever found out. Well, wait a second. I don't think my thoughts. Yeah, let's go into this. take five minutes on this because this is big. Close your eyes a minute. Try this Close your eyes a minute and try to think up your next thought. Okay, now open your eyes. Did you come up with anything? No. No, you can't. You're going to wait, wait a second. Stop the press. I can't think my own thoughts. Are you telling me? So that means I've never controlled this life? Well, if there's, if there's never really a... This isn't really real because what's here between my hands is space, right? If that's not really real, then how can that be controlled? And so, if you'd ever, so that means that everything you've done through your life <laughs> to get here, which you're saying, look, I'm in college, ha! Everything that's ever happened has just appeared, and there's just been a following, going, okay, yeah, 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 and the presence that relaxes says, yeah, let's do this. So, the act of finding food will just be, you know, you might go into an animalistic mode for a while, just like, I gotta get something, and do these things. And we, that's where we end up in, you know, just follow these things. Um, okay, let's go into the next flute. The next one is, um, I'll play it and I'll let you decide. So again, what, what we are observe, observing is silence to the wave of something, and then the wave is the ocean too, back to silence. These instruments do that very well.
thoughts come up? What feelings come up on that one? Snakes. Interesting. <laughs> no, I like that. I said I saw a snake today. You saw? Oh. <laughs> you actually did. I saw a snake near the trash can. <laughs> so, so, so that one gives you the old yeah. image of a snake in a trash can, like the cartoons playing the flute. Okay. <laughs> I've just been insulted. <laughs> so, when I first heard that flute, it was grounding. It was a grounding. Snakes would be grounding. Um, I thought of bears, buffalo, big things like that. Um, it's very, a very grounding thing, it's very grounding. Um, simple as that. That's, so again, the flute is played. Images appear. So an image of a snake appears or, or something else. Where does that image appear? It's in the mind. The mind is everything. And what does that snake land upon? What does the, what does the image land upon? Do you understand what I'm saying? An image. What does that land upon? And is the snake really there? It's really not there. But we we tend to do this with everything. We 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 go into this, you know, the Mike mode, the Colleen mode. Um, and I had I had a moment in my life where this happened too, where I was going, oh, I'm trying to work on my relationship. And I'm going, well, where exactly is that relate? Where's that? Is it like right there? <laughs> is the relationship right there, or is it, or is it here? It's bigger, and and can I can I fold it, unfold it, and flip it over? What what am, what is it? I'm trying to hold on to. You know, such is all of life. What we try to hold up, all this thought, we try to hold this up. What what is that? Is, is that made of anything? Does it have anything to really hold itself to? And is that not also presence too? So this life we try to hold up, it's already just, it's just being everything. It's being everything. So even when grounded, even when you're grounded, <coughs> the grounding is still presence, space. It just has a deeper texture to it, but it's still presence and space. The one question I haven't heard yet from you, which I'm surprised, is, okay, you have presence. How do you deal with other people that are morons out there? <laughs> right? They're presence. <laughs> yeah, they're presence, but at the same time, you're still going to go, oh, my God, are you kidding me? You know? <laughs> um, it's a problem. It's an issue. It is. There's so many different ways that we do deal with them. We, we sometimes say, I'm not going to deal with them. Or we say, I'm going to judge them. I'm going to talk about them. I'll take pictures of them and put them on my Facebook. <laughs> I just have boys. <laughs> there was a guy at the gym the other day. I wanted to take his picture so bad. <laughs> Every piece of equipment that he was on, he was doing it completely wrong. I, I'm, I don't know if I'm going, this guy's either a genius or a complete moron. I don't, I've never seen anybody use equipment this way, but he was, um, so 
At least he was doing it to himself. He was. He was, <laughs> and he seemed completely. Okay. <laughs> yeah, he wasn't hurting that, anyone. That wouldn't worry me at all. <laughs> he seemed completely okay with it. Um, but we look at that and we say, okay, well, where's the, where's the endless presence in that? I can sit by a tree and a river and the ocean and go, yeah, got it. But then, how do I go into a crowd of people, and 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 do this? How's this done? It's a matter of seeing through it. You have to see through the, the fragrances and the, the colors and see through those and look at that. And you also have to realize you don't have to have this oneness experience with everyone. Even having the experience of, okay, I want to go over here in the corner because I don't like the way anybody's acting in here, you know? Like the time when I was um, at the Limp Biscuit concert recently, because this young friend of mine said go to a concert, and I'm like, oh my God! <laughs> By the end of the concert, I was in the corner going, oh Jesus, this is crazy. It was like a prison ride. Um, but you you get to a point where you go, you know what? Even all of this craziness is it too. It's it also. Even the feeling that. I'm not feeling connected to everyone. I'm not feeling a oneness with anyone here. I can't find the oneness in this. Even that feeling is <clears throat> the presence. Huh? Like part of me. Is it's part of you. It's still the presence appearing as that separate feeling. Still all of it. What if you're in physical danger? <laughs> um if you're in physical danger, again, life will somehow move and, and have you do things. Oh, you might and, and actually, huh? Oh, you might die. You might, you might. But the things that will happen to you that you will you'll end up doing will be miraculous, amazing things, in which case you'll say, Pre presence is, is that. that. That was beautiful presence. I had a car accident where um, I'm driving down the road and um, this car comes over this way, hits the wall, and comes back up into my lane, and it's stopped dead, and I'm there heading right towards it in a Chevy Blazer. And I just slammed on the brakes, took a breath, and relaxed my body, because I knew I was going to have impact, and if I was all tense, hit the car, car went, and I went like this, and I got out of my car, and I'm trying to pull the hood off this other car, third car comes over and hits me and I go flying into the air. I saw the sky, I saw the car, I saw the sky, I saw the car, and I landed. In that crazy moment where I, I landed to a point, I landed on the other side of this car, it was 30 degrees out, pouring rain, and the first thing I did, and I've never done this, is I went one, two, three, four. My limbs are still attached. That's where I was. But in that moment of flying through the air was the most beautiful grace I've ever felt in my life. There was a, a holding of something was just an awareness just right there. Absolutely beautiful. So much that four people looked at me and then looked at the ambulance driver and said, put him in there because I watched him flip 
12 feet in the air and land, he's got to have a broken back and he doesn't know it. I had no injuries at all. The back of my neck was just a little and had a black eye from hitting the thing. So when the things that we worry about, starving and getting beat up and stuff like that, in the moment when that's happening, it's presence. It's presence appearing. So I want to draw something for you to help with this. So here you are at the Limp Biscuit concert. <laughs> okay, and this here, this is the um, the pit. <laughs> you know what that is? That's where they all run around in circles. The mosh pit. And here's the band. There's the band right there, doing their thing. So, in this moment, you say, "I feel separate from them. I'm not like them." But in truth, looking at this picture, this is chalkboard, this is chalkboard, this is chalkboard. See? It all depends on your perspective. If you, if you come in with a perspective like this, I'm Mike and I am separate from them, even if you come in with that perspective, then you're going to feel this, I, I need to protect myself. But. If you have stepped back at some point in your life and have said, the knowingness of, I'm the chalkboard, I'm the canvas, I'm the screen in which everything appears on, I'm, I'm this presence. Once that's gotten, just for a little bit, and it only may take a second, then when you go back into this, it's seen through. You see through it. Does that make sense? It's like somebody's going, here's the secret of light that gigs up. Um, It would be like as if you watched The Wizard of Oz. Did you see that movie? At the end, so many beautiful symbols in that movie. At the end, there's nothing there behind the curtain. I'm watch again. <laughs> right? I <can't> so, <laughs> but so you watch the movie, you've already seen it. But now you're watching it again, going, look, I'm watching how the actors are, are performing this. I know how it ends. I, I know the secret of this. But now you can watch it with a little more relaxation. The first time you watch it, you're like, oh, the flying monkeys are scary as ever. But then the second or third time you watch it, you're like, okay, I know what's happening. I can sense the presence in this. See how that works? This is a very different way of thinking. A very different way of seeing. A very different way of conducting. Wait, what is the science hiding the movie? Huh? I'm curious. What are what? The signs hiding the movie. What are the signs that they hide in the movie? Yeah. They're, um, they have a lot of hidden signs in the movie. Well, the main thing in the movie, and this is beautiful, is you have the three characters. You have the tin man who believes he doesn't have a heart. Correct me if I'm wrong. And then you have the, the lion who believes he doesn't have courage. And then you have the... Um, Thank you. The scarecrow who believes he doesn't have a brain. So there's a belief. There's this. This is what they're doing. And then you have Dorothy coming along saying, let's go. She, and she's not, she's just following, 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 following. And in the beginning, they follow that yellow brick road, which is really, um, oh, what is that called? It's a, uh, when you labyrinth. walk, a what? A labyrinth. A labyrinth. Thank you. Good having Hardy here. Because <laughs> otherwise I'm going, it's one of them circular things and you go inward. <laughs> so, 
So and then they go back out, you know, out, out, out. And then, so now the three of them go and they go to find the answer. And the answer is nothing. Behind the curtain is nothing. And the whole thing's a, a facade. There's nothing behind the curtain. And the nothingness is everything. That is the answer. And then they go, whoa, in this nothingness, I don't need to have a heart, a brain, or, or, or courage because I am all of this. Just as when you asked that question, I said, be peace for a minute, be presence, be stillness, be silence. Now, where's the question? He went, wow, it's not even there anymore. Same with all those things, like you feel like you're missing something. I'm missing something. And then, okay, well, let's sit in silence a little bit. And you go, there's really nothing missing. You know? And then when you're, when you're in this place, life fixes itself, literally. Here's another flute. This one is a little higher A flute. This one is important, so let's, let's play this one. Tell me what you feel. I like this one. I have a little story about this one. Let me play for a moment. Just uh, allow. Good. What else? Flowers. Flowers. It's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. What else? Wolves. Yeah. You had that distant. Nothing for you. <laughs> what about you, Kevin? Get anything? No. Okay. So. I personally w went through something where I was this and I was reading lots of books searching for peace and it was over there I was um, a Reiki master practicing Reiki I had a whole practice going I was teaching classes up at the hospital and everywhere and then something happened and that Reiki energy that energy and peace and presence that I was trying to get suddenly went whoop, there it was right there and I went what I was seeking the entire time, I have been. So Dorothy and the Scarecrow and the Lion all said the same thing. What I've been seeking, I really, I've been the whole time. You know. And then I, I then went to this, this psychologist that I was seeing, counselor. He was this guy who had a really long white beard. He was so cool. I love this guy. You go into his office, there'll be these long bookshelves. And he's sitting in the back there like Gandalf. <laughs> he looked just like him too. I'm going, 
I got the dude from Lord of the Rings. <laughs> and he was so sweet and kind. And, um, and he'd always say, you have to find your Leela. Now, Leela to him was presence. So I went to him one day and I went, Norm. I said, something happened. And he could tell. He went, oh, come here, Michael, come here. Here's, tell me about it. You know, and he had long white hair too. He was so cool. And um, I told him, I said, something opened up. It was just an opening. It just, you know, just like you experienced here today. Just something opened up. I said, and it's been there for a while. He goes, what are we going to call it? I said, I don't know. Now at this moment, it just felt like space. Just space, space, space. And uh, I said, um, I don't want to call it enlightenment because that seems like it's me having this light experience. And, and we, tend to, we tend to say, follow the light, follow the light. Let's reword that a little bit. The word light, from this point on, don't let it mean light as in you being a beaming, I'm a beaming light of, you know, spirit. No, light mind, lightness of mind. So when I say what is here, the mind lightens. It becomes clear, right? Lightness of mind. So I said to him, I said, there was a lightness or something like that. Yeah, I said, what... And he goes, what do you want to call it? And I said, I, I don't know. I said, but it's something is there. Now, up until this point, it didn't really quite have a, it really didn't quite have any feeling to it. It was just like an emptiness. I'm going, there's just an emptiness around me. And then he said one word, and like a dropper just went boom and just colored the whole thing. You know what word he said? Love. He said, let's call it love. Now suddenly you have a whole new game. Now you're going, whoa, love. So you, you go from this and let go, okay? And when you let go, the letting go is natural. You sit on the beach and just, shh, Colleen just goes off and off and off. And what naturally happens without you trying or even having to think turns into this, a relaxation into what is. We can call that love. Let's call that love is. So that flute, to me, is love. The butterfly. What else? Somebody else said something else. What'd you? A bird in flight. Perfect. Re natural, relaxing. What did you say? Wolves. A wolf. <laughs> no, that's okay. Wolves are very natural, free, and open. You know. So the same thing. So, so. And if I say to you, love yourself, in the mind you go, oh, okay, well, how do I do that? Um, I'll, I'll start walking in the morning, and I'll eat less donuts, and stop watching junk TV, you know. But if I say to you, love is, love is, that's a whole different dimension. That sits in a whole different place. Love is. And then you go, well, then there's nothing that has to be done. Just love is. There it is. Yeah. So that's what that flute does. This last one is pretty simple. This is just, um, but I'm going to use this though as, an, as something to play with. So you hear this flute.
comes to you? Hmm? A fire. A fire? Yeah. Oh, nice. Like sitting by a fire and hearing this? No, just a fire. Just a fire. Okay. That's, that's cool. Fire. Warmth from the fire. Yeah. Anybody else? I don't know why the water windstorm came to me. A windstorm? Like a windstorm. A what? Wisdom? Yeah. A wisdom. wisdom. Okay, yeah. wisdom. Yeah. When I played this flute, um, it took everybody out of, if you had thoughts, right to here. Right to, I mean, it really like paints right here. This. And again, where, where, does, where do you hear the flute from? Where is the hearing taking place? You hear it from the ears, but where does the sound, where's the source of the sound? Pretend you're a child, you're two. Where's the source? From where do you sense the sound of this flute? Let's play a minute, let me play this. Where is it being sensed from? There's no definite place, is there? And, and it's like sensed from within you that's sensed within everywhere. It's not, you can't say, oh, it's just in my ear. It's just, it's sensed everywhere. It, it paints the everywhere of you. When I, when I went into the studio to record these flutes, I went in there and there was a musician in there who's been around for 25 years playing in all kinds of rock bands. And he, um, he came, I came in with the flutes and I played him. And he cocked his head like a dog going, what is that? <laughs> I said, it's a Native American flute. He goes, where's the sound come from? I said, well, it comes from this end piece and the top piece mainly, it comes through. He's like looking at it, he goes, I said, what, what's your question? He goes, I'm trying to figure out how to mic this thing. I said, okay. And then he goes, let's, let's get back to this. So the next day I came back and he had the microphone set up. It wasn't just one microphone, he had seven of them all over the room, all different high impedance microphones. And he said, that'll capture it. And he said, you're trying to capture something that's everywhere. So if music and vibration goes through us, that means we are music and vibrations. So that's what these flutes do. They, they bring that to us. This is a rain stick. I use this when I do my um, flute journeys. We go to the top of a mountain, it rains, and I teach an image of how to let go and allow rain to hit your face. So this stick has an interesting story. I have a friend of mine whose mother was passing away and she wouldn't let go, wouldn't let go, wouldn't let go. She was dying in hospice. She said, can you do something? I said, yeah. So I told her, I said, put your cell phone down next to your mother's ear and I'll play a flute. <clears throat> so I played the flute and I played a song. Now what I, 
what I did was I just pictured death. I pictured what's on the other side of death. <clears throat> now this is not something people talk about too much. They have ideas. So what's on the other side of death is the same thing that's here. Here you are, and then you pass away, and what opens is what's always been there. I played to that. Okay, and then we take these shells and we bury them and mourn over them. It's really right here. So I played a song, and then after I was done the song, I got a text back from her. I hung up the phone after I was done. I got a text back about two minutes later, and she said, oh my God, she's dead. <laughs> she said, that song did that for her. The only thing the song did was it just allowed her to let go of all of this. Let go of all of this. And as she let go, she went into naturally what is there, which is so beautiful. Presence. Presence. That's our true nature, is presence. So those are the flutes, and that's what those do. Let me go into um, some of these handouts. Is that okay? I love this one. I want to go into this. So let me give these out. What, uh, what time do we get kicked out? 9.30? Yeah, we have another 20 minutes. 20, 20 minutes. So yeah. I want to go over this handout and, and these signs real quick. So let me do this for 10 minutes, and I'll do the other ones for, for, for 10 minutes. So this is a handout I made of... Um, one side of it is, it says duality, okay? Now duality is, is, is this, this is duality. This is, it's the Colleen, I am Colleen, I am Mike, I am Harvey, okay? You understand that? That's, that's what we, we were born into, okay? And we're born into that and we follow that story. So this whole thing is, Duality. So let's take a look at this. In duality, living as the individual, believing that we're the individual, you know, believing that we don't have a heart, believing that we don't have courage, right? Time is very important. There's a future and there's a past and there's things to do or regret, right? Under non-duality, which is the place of presence, right? Presence, right? Okay. There really isn't any time. When I sat here and said, what's here, and you sat in silence, was there time? No, it's just an open presence. Relationships in duality, you're always trying to get to a place or comparing yourself to another person. Does that make sense? I am Mike, and I need to be a better skateboarder than Harvey, because he can do a 360 and I can't, you know? So there's always a relationship. But in, in, in non-duality, all others are expression of the whole. There is no other place. So in non-duality, I go, oh, Harvey can do really cool tricks. And I get to enjoy it. And that's part of it. It's all part of it, the whole thing. In non-duality, your center, like you, I want to find my center. Okay? Pay attention to this, because this is really important. I want to find my center. You want to see your center? It's everything. I mean, it's literally everything. Everything you're looking at, the mountains, the cars, the two boys fighting in the corner, the lovers over here, the guy skateboarding, that's your center. And you say, well, that can't be, that's too beautiful, that's too amazing. 
feel it, tell me it's not. Um, in duality, there's death. There's a huge fear of death. Things of uh, fear of things ending, fear of pain in the future, fear of starving, fear of getting hurt. <laughs> These stories, right? Right. That's 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 duality talking. But in, when you sit, when you sit as this. Where are those fears? Where are they? They, they you you shine this something. You have those fears, and something is illuminating those <coughs> presences. There is no death. There's never birth. Okay. In duality, thinking. All thoughts are protecting the character. Thinking, thinking are tools to get you to another place. Thinking has a purpose. I'm here. I need to think. I need to stay this way, down this path, go and stay away from this and stay away from that. I need to be friends with this person, but I can't be friends with that person because they're good, they make me feel good, they make me feel bad. You got all of this happening. In non-duality, you look at everything and go, look at all of this happening. Look at all of this. It's just coming and going. Um, in duality, God, you are here, God is over there. That's, that's, that's what the religions have taught us. You're here, God's over there. That's what's being spoken, spoken, spoken. But if you sit by the little old ladies in the church and you say what is felt, they'll go, oh, I can't put it into words. I like to sit here. You know? So in non-duality, I don't really like the word God because it really brings up a lot of different feelings, but basically, you are it. Everything, presence is this. Illusion of a greater power is not there. It's just this. It's just this. Um, in duality, life is hard, painful. The body aches, judgment occurs, waiting for things to be right. You're always waiting for something to be right. I'm waiting to get to this place or that place. In non-duality, you just allow things to happen. The body feels light. There's no waiting. Uh, you you want to get to some place you know, later on in the week, and then you realize, whoa, presence is here now. And when I get to that place, it's going to be there too. Um, in duality, you're always seeking and waiting. And in non-duality, there's no seeking. It's an end game. You, you can rest. You can enjoy life. Let this play. Okay, and then this goes on. I'll let you, I have some of these I've gone over. But how to open to this. These are questions that I find work. Um, you have the question of who am I? Then you have the question of what is here, and then am I aware? So what, what is here? That's, so when you wake up in the morning, one practice, beautiful practice, is you wake up and you say, what is here? What, what is here? What is appearing? What is appearing now? What is sensed? And you feel that, and you go, that's my relationship from now on, is going to be have a relationship with this wonderful feeling of presence. Do you understand that? Does that make sense? Make that your main relationship. And then all your other relationships will be an expression of that. And when you're in that relationship, you'll find that people that are not in that relationship will they'll kind of fade away. And then you'll have a very calm, empty pool with not many ripples, and you'll be able to see people clearly and they'll come into your existence and they will be of that same vibration. This is physics. They'll be of that same vibration and they'll, they'll come to you and go, wow, look how we have been drawn together. See this? 
this guy here called me, contacted me, and he said, I read your book. And I'm going, really? I just put it out there. No, I read the one you put out eight years ago. <laughs> <laughs> so these things happen. I'm going, oh. <laughs> that was <laughs> so that, that happens. So that's a nice little thing to look at. Now, now we conclude with this. All right, so I, um, being an artist, thought, well, let me come up with something really interesting that will help people understand this. So I started looking at these things called zines. You ever heard of them? Little mini books. They're like comic books or something like that. And I developed a character um, for this little zine comic book. And I named him an interesting name. Okay, the name of the character in this little zine comic book, his name is Bug Jello. That's his name. You say, well, that's a crazy name. But there's a purpose to it. I see most people out there in this world today, um, they're kind of in a trance. They're just in thought, lost in thought. They don't look you in the eye. They don't smile. And half of them are on their cell phones, which is a whole other third dimension of zombieism that's going on, if you ask me. Um, so I developed this character, Bug Jello. So Harvey and I are walking down the street, and um, you walk up to us. And what, I forget, what is your name? Sushan. Sushan? Sushan. It doesn't matter. Sushan. It's only a name. Well, names actually, name, names, no, no, it's, it does, it actually does matter. It does, because that, that's actually a beautiful name. <laughs> yeah, it does. Yeah, the name does, because the name, name carries an energy to it, and we don't want to, we don't want to discount that. We don't want to step back and just say, presence is everything, names don't matter. They do. They do. It's important to go in, because that, that, that brings emotion. When you said your name, I felt a whole life of you. I don't know how to say it, but I could feel your whole life, the taste, the smells, and everything within that name. They're there. And, and I can experience them from presence and then also feel their flavors coming in, in this place. It's important. But it's not going to work in this situation I'm using right now. I have to use you, Kevin, because your, your name's more normal, like mine, like Mike Smith. Okay? So Harvey and I are walking down the street, and I say, here's my friend Kevin. And Harvey's going, okay, great, that's nice, nice to meet you, Kevin. He looks up, he says it, and 20 minutes later, I might say, what's his name? He goes, I don't know, I was on my phone. <laughs> but if I say to him, hey, Harvey, here's my friend, his name's Bug Jello, Harvey will go, wait a second, what? What is your name? So this name, Bug Jello, has taken him from this dimension into another dimension where he's now more aware of presence. You get it? He's like, really, it snaps you into it. So I created this character named Bug Jello, who's an awakened being. He's like, he's awakened. He's figured this stuff out. Which, from today, it seems like most of you have also. It's nothing big. You're like, yeah, I get this. That's all there is to it. Now go back to it. Go back. Make this your, like, really make this your homework assignment. Have a relationship with this. And if you're, you're into, you love books, you're into books, find this in all your books. Okay, so here's, here's um, some designs, and I'm going to go through, I'm just going to go through this one right here, and then I'm going to give these out to you. Page one of the, of the zine is, Bug Jello, an awakened being with a strange name, his name will always awaken people, and awaken them from the cell phones and daydreaming. So, he's, he's skateboarding, 
and his friend is skateboarding down this hill, and he says, Bug, how do I let go of drama and open up peace in my life? How do I do that? And Bug says, you can't. And what he's saying is he's saying, you can't. This can happen, but it's not you doing it. It just happens. So the same way when we sat there and I said, feel the silence. There was no you feeling that silence, was there? There was just silence. See? So that's what he means by that. So Bug friend thinks, uh, Bug's friend thinks fixing problems opens peace. He says, well, if I fix all my problems, won't that bring me to peace? Right? Now this is what we all have been taught. This is the historical knowing of truth. You fix everything. It means you get it all. You, you get the college degree. You get the job. You get the house. You get the, the good cooking going on. I'm big in the cooking. <laughs> it's, it's a mess at my house. And you get this happening. And then once you fix all the problems, then you will get peace. So we think peace will be that moment we can sit, relax, and enjoy presence, right? And he's, Buck says, no, more problems are going to come. Peace will appear, and it'll be veiled. And we know this. We've gotten to that moment where we go, hey, things are good. And we go, wait a second. The mind will start thinking of something else. Wait, there's something else I've got to do. So, that, so you can't fix all the problems. They're always going to be there. So how do we get out of this mess? Bug then stops and he looks at a tree a moment. He says, the tree sits within and has the same energy as I am. There's no separation. Presence, tree's presence, there's just presence. Problems are thoughts. You are not your thoughts, yet your thoughts are made of presence. So he's going through some dancing there. He's saying, you're not your thoughts. So it's just presence, 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 presence. So he says, reach out and grab your problem. Can you? I have a problem. I have drama. I have a situation. Reach out and grab it. Can you actually grab it? Can you hold on to it? Can you hold them enough to actually put peanut butter and jelly on them? <laughs> Can you do that? And uh, Bug's friend says, dude. And he says, I was just, um, I just see you skating. There are dreams about a dreamy image of you right now, but where are the problems? So if a bird walks in here right now and sits on the edge, a ledge, and looks at us, it just says people talking, just being. There's no problems. Okay? And there's a turtle that says, yeah, I agree with this. Bug then offers the most amazing message. He says, you are always wholeness. Even the problems are the wholeness. Get that? So if you're sitting here today going, I don't get this. I kind of get this, but I don't get this. Even that is wholeness, centering, presence, appearing as everything. Even the idea that I'm not getting this is the presence. See this? It's a mastery. It's a beautiful mastery. Just there it is. It's everything. There, there was a moment in my life where I thought, I need to do, have these things in my life to be whole. I thought even not having them is the wholeness appearing. That's, that is the beauty of the story. When I made these, I gave these out to some seniors at like a senior center, and I was doing them. And the one lady goes, are you going to make this into a book? I'm going, no, this is it. Okay, and then like 10 minutes later, are you going to publish this? No, this is it. And the other lady opens up and goes, well, it, it's kind of, it's hard to read, and some of the way it's, it's printed, it's kind of sloppy. I'm going, no, this is the way, this is, this is it. <laughs> 
So the idea of always getting to something better to find peace, no, it's here now. It's here now. So an effort to shift can happen. What is here now? What energy? Um, so let go of the idea of trying to find and allow them to flavor life. And he says, how do I let go? And he says this to Buggy Hughes, well, how do I let go? How do I let go? And Bug Jill then responds, how do you escape? You just be the ride. Just be what's there. What's moving? How do I let go? Well, just move, walk, eat, sleep, enjoy life. The silence and the knowing, knowing, know that that is home and that'll take care of you. That's all I can say. That will support you. It has so far. And no matter what you did, it's always doing that. So I'm going to leave these here. There's four of them for how to let go. And the other one is discovering who you are. Um, and that one just goes over what we've been talking about all day. Who are you? Who are you? And go back into that. But they're cute little things. And on the back of them, I have um, uh, my, it's a website where I've got, um, I've got some, um, of th there's pictures of these on the website, and then there's really strange music. <laughs> Have you heard that? That I've been doing experimental music with the sounds of lawnmowers and trash cans smashing and all kinds of, it's very strange music, but the purpose of that music is to really, I then get you out of the, you know, music can often put you into dreams, and this music just goes, boom, boom, right here. You know, it's very strange stuff, but I enjoy making it. Um, all right, let me entertain any last-minute questions that we have about this. We, this was very deep, and I tried to keep it light for you, but did some of it seem to logically make some sense? To, uh, like, like, wow, I never thought of life that way. Um, I don't think I missed anything. What's this other brochure here? Is the absence of presence presence? Yes, it is. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I can show you real quick. There is, um, there's a feeling of, oh, I, I feel this presence in me. But then the rest of the world is, oh, that rest of the world's out there. How do I see this in the rest of the world? So let me show you real quick, okay. Let's, let's try some things. Here's a cup. Look at this cup. You see the cup. I'm here, cup's over there. Between your nose right now and that cup, I want you to look for a color that you've been staring at your entire life. This color is there. When I tell you the name of this color, you're going to see this color permeates through everything. Not only does it permeate through everything, but you're actually this color looking out at this color, and that this color is everything. Okay? You ready? It's the color clear. See it? It's through everything. There's a knowingness of the color clear. This is presence. It goes through everything. It's like saying there's the canvas to the painting. So now you see the color clear. Look around all the other objects in the room. Are they not also made of this clearness? And is that also not connected to you? The other thing you can do is look at that cup and Instead of looking at it with a thought that says, I'm here and the cup's over there, again, where is the cup being seen from? Where is it being looked at from? Where, is it, where are you sensing the act of seeing the cup from? It's sort of in 
within. And if it is, it's being projected as out there. It's a little deeper, but that might be some, uh, as of some help. So the color clear. Um, let's do another one. Take your hand, <coughs> place it on the table. You feel the table, right, obviously. From where are you sensing the table? At first you might say, that my fingers, tips of my fingers, my hand. Follow it back, back, back up your arm. Where is the sensation taking place from? Where does it reside? How far back does it go? How far out does it go? How far in does it go? Outside. It feels, at first it feels like that here, but follow it back, follow it back. From where, where is the source of that sensation? A pure, true source. Does anybody say, well, it's in, it's kind of within a little bit? Within the, okay, and if it is, is there any space or place it actually is? Hmm. Experiment with that a little bit. Let's do one more. Take your left hand, put it on your knee. Take your right hand, put it on your knee. So now you have your left hand and your right hand. Leave them there for a little bit. Okay, so now they're leaving, you're leaving there. Take a breath. Now, is, don't move your hands, but can you really tell where your left or right hand is? <laughs> Whoa, it's just like one warmness going on, right? Follow that, follow that back, back, through. Where's that coming from? Where's the beginning of that? Uh-huh. Whoa. Right? Okay? Interesting. Two to one. If I were to come up behind you and take my hands and put them on your head or your shoulders like this, we'd have the same experience. Be like we're, you know, that's what they call Reiki, that, 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 how that works. It, it, it takes this and does this. <coughs> so letting go of everything Letting go, letting go, letting relaxing automatically brings you to this. You did that today, and that's all you need. Now, the beauty of knowing this, okay, beauty of experiencing this, you can now go back to his class. How many classes you got left? This is it. Oh, this is the last one? This is it. I you had a couple more. Okay, well, everything he's pointed to and taught and He's now taken all of this beauty and put it into lots of different words for you to use and figure out and see how other people... So now instead of you going and grabbing to try to, you can go, whoa, look how they described it. So I encourage you, make this your main relationship. You deserve. And don't think, I'm not good enough for this. There's something, there's still have to do more work. Baloney. That's, that's not true. Work at this. Every day, what is here? Follow it. Okay, and, and find some practice. If you get up in the morning and you have to listen to different non-duality teachers, find one and see who inspires you. And just keep looking at this and you'll, it'll start opening on its own. If this takes off on its own way, it just will. And then you'll spiral out and there'll just be more and more of this, more and more of this. Make sense? Cool. All right, we're probably tired and it's late and uh, <laughs> we've done a lot of heavy stuff tonight. Huh? We are invigorated. Invigorated. My information is on the back of this. Take one. Contact me with an email. Mike, this makes sense. Or Mike, I lost it. Whatever. 
<laughs> okay? And that's an M on the back of there for the website. And I'll be glad to help you out. I do this for, for joy, okay? Cool. Is that well, it? That's it. And let's give uh, Mike some... Thank you. Thanks, folks. And, and, you know, to tell you that, you know, a lot of what you learned in Zen or read about and so on, but you actually heard, and not only just hear at the ear, 